The Lord's good, amen? Is sa inyo excited? Ako excited ako kasi ang ituturo ko sa umagang ito ay honoring the man of God. Is sa inyo excited doon? Parang walang gustong sumagot. Isa pang tanong, sino excited pakinggan yung honoring the man of God? And this is a very powerful message. It's not because it's a pastor's appreciation man, but I think this principle needs to be heard by all believers, by all Christians, by all churches. I actually taught this teaching sa mga pastors at I assume ngayong umaga this preaching outline or message is being preached to more than 10, 20, 30 churches. And uh, I really believe it needs to be heard. Ito pong message natin. At magpapaalam ako sa inyo ng konti. You normally hear me preach 28 to 32 minutes. I find myself whenever I preach, hindi nyo masyado napapansin. But it will be a little bit longer uh, for this message. Baka umabot po ako ng 59 minutes. At least hindi naman tayo haabot ng isang oras. Uh, 59 minutes. And I'm pretty sure na hindi naman ako haabot sa ganun. But it might be longer than 28 to 32 minutes. So let me put it this way. Whenever we talk about honoring the man of God, the first question is, do we really need to honor the man of God? In other words, do we really need to honor pastors? How do we honor pastors? We attend the church. We tell your preaching is beautiful. It's anointed. It changed my life. It transformed my perspective and such thing. Ngayong umaga, titignan ho natin in the passage ng 1 Kings chapter 17. And actually, tomorrow morning, uh, tomorrow evening, sorry, tomorrow evening, ini-invite ko rin kayo with all your friends while we'll be doing an FB Live pastor's appreciation and exposition on the blessings of blessing the man of God from Old Testament hanggang sa New Testament. And it will be heard Marami po sa National Prayer Fellowship, Premission Churches, and from the North will be joining us at the live. Actually, it was uh, requested by most of the pastors. Kasi marami po talaga mga pastor, nahihirapan silang mag-preach sa sarili nilang local church kung paano sila dapat i-honor, kung paano sila dapat itrato, kung paano dapat sila uh, bigyan ng pagpapahalaga o ng value. Hindi lamang tuwing Oktubre, kundi araw-araw ng kanilang buhay at linggo-linggo ng kanilang ministeryo. Kaya napansin nyo, hindi masyadong puno ang church. Dahil nararamdaman yata, hindi, I'm just joking kasi kahapon malakas ko yung uh, bagyo. Actually, sa North, uh, Southern Tagalog, as of yesterday, 67 na yung namatay dahil po sa bagyo, kaya kailangan po nating ipanalangin. At kagabi, nag-trip po yung dalawa kong anak. Alas 11 yata, pasado. Kailang nagugutom daw sila. So, kailangan nila bumunda ng McDonald's. Saan ka naman nakakita? Diyan sa Southwoods. Di ko ina-expect. Baha! Sa Southwoods kagabi. So, ang tindi. Southwoods, baha. Sabi ko ngayon ko lang nalaman na nagbabaha pala sa harapan ng, ng manor. Southwoods. At hindi namin ina-expect. Sabi ko nga, naku, baby, buti na lang ang dala natin yung chevy mo. Hindi yung isang sasakyan. Sabi niya, bakit mas mataas yung isa? Hindi naman yan sinabi yun. Sabi ko, eh, kasi sasakyan mo to, hindi sa akin. So, ayun yung dahilan. So, honoring the man of God. 
So tomorrow, 7.30 p.m., it will be, mag, oh, start na tayo mag-live. Around 7 o'clock, 30 minutes, we can invite a lot of people. And I want you to hear, iba yung isi-share ko ngayon, iba yung isi-share ko tomorrow, but these are so necessary para po sa atin. Sino sa inyo naniniwala na ang mga pastor ay dapat ino-honor? Parang malungkot yung sagot ng iba. Hindi ko sisimulan to pag hindi maayos sagot nyo. Sino sa inyo naniniwala na mga pastor dapat ino-honor? Dapat binibigyan ng value. And one of our dearest uh, pastoral staff asked me in behalf of the pastors, of the pastoral staff, sino ba yung mga dapat i-appreciate whenever we do a pastor's appreciation? I simply answer the pastors, both the calling and the commitment. In other words, it might be painful to some who would listen to this message. But when you are believing that you are a pastor, you believe that you are called, but you also commit to your calling. Hindi pwedeng pastor ka lang by name. Hindi pwedeng, basta ako tinawag na pastor, pero yung credibility, yung integrity, yung commitment mo hindi nakikita. That, that's not the way to, to do uh, the pastoral ministry. Pastoral ministry is both a calling. Of course, may mga tao naman na talaga namang sobrang commitment, pero hindi pa nila tinatanggap yung calling para sa kanila bilang pastor. Wala pang affirmation, wala pang public declaration. And uh, we appreciate those things. But whenever we do a pastor's appreciation, we put it together. Yung cold na naniniwala tayo at yung committed sa calling na meron siya. Kaya nga ang sabi sa Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15, but I will not be preaching, di pa nga ako nag start di ba? dami ko nang sinasabi. Ang sabi do doon, and I will give you pastors. Sa ibang translation, I will give you shepherd from my own heart. Sabi sa ibang translation sa Tree of Life, I will give you pastors after my own heart that will feed you knowledge and understanding. In other words, pastors should be feeding you knowledge and understanding should be ministering to your life. You should be hearing from them principles from the Word of God, not just business. Marami kong magaling magturo ng business. Marunong ako ng konti. Pero mga pastor sila yung nagbibigay sa'yo ng salita ng Diyos that will feed you knowledge and understanding. So let me begin. How do we define the band of God? Letter M. Doon muna tayo. Wala ho ito sa, sa keynote ko o sa PowerPoint ko. He should have a message from God. Ang isang man of God, may mensahe galing sa Diyos. Hindi ho pabaitan ang pagiging pastor. Ay, ang bait niya. Pwede siya magpastor. Hindi porkit mabait pastor. Actually, marami hong mga church ang hindi lumalago kasi ang bait ng pastor. Hello. Lahat na lang binapabayaan. May nakitang hindi maganda, hindi ma-rebuke-rebuke. Tinotolerate kasi masyadong mabait yung pastor. Ang pinag-uusapan nyo natin ang isang manggagawa o ang isang man of God, he should have a message from the Lord. He believes in his heart that God has given him a message for the congregation, for the community, for the church. And I thank God because EFC has that particular calling. Natutuwa ho ako because God has called us, has called me to really bring the message of the new covenant to this generation. At hindi ho ninyo alam, gusto kong ipaalam, at least alam ho ninyo, 
Dahil nandito naman tayo ngayon sa Honoring the Man of God. EFC ho ang isa sa mga nagsimula ng message of radical grace here in the Philippines. And until right now, they consider that. Until right now, some uh, well-known great preachers would go back to the conferences sa Las Piñas, sa Tagaytay, and some of them has already created their own groups. They already room around the Philippines. Some of them go to other nations. But they attribute that they heard the message of grace from this church doing certain conferences and seminar. My message. Pangalawa, letter A, they are anointed. Sabi natin lahat, anointed. Yung ibang perspective nila sa anointing, pag hinawakan mo, may kakaiba. Pag nagsalita, nanginginig. Ang Panginoon, ganun tala ng iba. Doon nakukuha yung anointing. But anointing means set apart. In other words, He is chosen, called, and commissioned for that particular purpose. Pag sinabi ho natin, anointing, this is not some, someone that when you talk to them, nararamdaman ko yung init, nararamdaman ko yung, yung pagtaas ng balahipo. Maybe there are people like that. Ako pag nakakausap ko, medyo mga hindi magaganda yung amoy, tumataas talaga yung balahipo ko. Pero hindi ko kinukonsider na anointing yun. Tiyan, grace, tawa ng tawa. <laughs> hindi ko kinukonsider na anointing yun. May mga ganun siguro, hindi ko naman din disregard. But whenever we talk about anointing, we know that He is called, chosen, and commissioned to do a certain task. To feed the people with knowledge, understanding. And pangatlo, He nurtures. He nurtures. M-A-N. Ang kanyang heart ay hindi para sumikat. Ang kanyang heart ay hindi para magpalaki ng, ng influensya. Which is not, not bad. But his heart is to really see people growing and becoming deeper in their understanding of who God is. Kaya nga sabi natin, the last time I was here last week, nasa Abra ho kami, Bigan, tsaka sa Baguio. And it was nice. Ang heart ko ho talaga say, when we went to Baguio, there were about more than a hundred pastors who attended the, I don't know how to call it. Then sa Abra, there are around, around 400 pastors who attended our conference there. Si Pastor Julius Ho, tsaka si Ambo, blessed na blessed ho sila. Kasi ang dami nilang kinain. Yun ang nakakabest. <laughs> yung nag-service ho kami sa Bigan, dalawa yung service doon, yung kaibigan kong Diyos-Diyosa ng Bigan. Letter D lang ho, letter, uh, letter uh, D na maliit, small letter D. Sabi sa kanila, wag na kayo umatin ng per service, mamasyal muna kayo kasi nakarating kayo ng vegan, hindi nyo nakita kung ano yung vegan. So, excited ho yung dalawa eh, kasi sasama daw sila, mamamasyal sila. Pagdating namin ng Baguio, alas 9, pag, pagkatapos ko magturo, nag-lunch, alis. Sabi nila, ano ba ang itsura ng Baguio? Yung hotel. Yun ang matatandaan nyo sa Baguio. Ano ba itsura ng Abra? Walang 7-Eleven. Tapos, ano ba itsura ng, ng Bigan? At least nakita nila. Buti pa nga sila, nakita na nila itsura ng Bigan. Ako, nakailang punta na ako, hindi ko pa rin alam itsura ng Bigan. Eh. So, you know that this is a man of God when he has a message. He is anointed, called, chosen, and commissioned 
and he nurtures people with knowledge and understanding. Let me bring you to 1 Kings chapter 17 verses Bakit nasa man to? Sige, natin sa verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be Jew or there shall not be Jew the reign this year except at my word. Three and a half years actually yung tinutukoy dyan. And it can be uh, read sa ibang aklat. So three and a half years na wala raw ulan. Magkakaroon ng drought o tagtuyot. Pag sinabi natin tagtuyot, ang sunod na nun famine. Why? Walang halaman na mabubuhay, walang puno na mabubuhay, at yung mga inaalaga ang livestock ay mamamatay dahil walang tubig. And it really happened actually during the time of Elijah. Kaya kung titignan natin dito, magkakaroon daw ng taggutom. So let's see. May taggutom, pero merong hinandang provision si Lord. And he also mentioned this in the, in the, in the following verses. Kaya yung provision na sinabi ni Lord kay Elijah, magkakaroon ng taggutom, but no worries. <laughs> Sino sa inyo hindi mag-worry pag, pag in-announce na magkakaroon ng taggutom? Hello? Kaya iba ho nagiging malusog. Kasi kami hong malulusog, pag nagtanggutong, yung mga payat, patay na. Kami payat pa lang. <laughs> so, may, may tanggutong, pero sabi ni Lord, may provision. Kaya lang if you would study the provision, parang kakaiba. The first provision that God mentioned is quite, is quite impossible. Pakitulungan na lang ko, ayaw naman itong ano ko eh. It is quite impossible. Bakit? Tingnan natin. Tingnan natin yung verse. They will be, or Elijah will be fed by the ravens. Pandali lang. Even, supposedly, tayo mag-aalaga niyan. Right? Para ngayon yung mga aso. Dati ang tawag natin sa mga aso, bantay. Binabantayan tayo. Ngayon na patunayan ko maligtad. Tayo yung nagbabantay sa aso. Hindi ako makatulog minsan pag malakas yung ulan. Tapos minsan nag-chat-chat ako sa family GC namin. Tapos na mga dogs? Sabi naman ang anak ko, kamustahin niyo naman kami. Sabi ko, siyempre, kasunod na yun. <laughs> Pero, generally, Raymond will not, cannot, if I may say, feed people. Pero anong sabi dyan sa verse 4? Sabi sa verse 4, And it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded ravens. So yung isang aspect ng provision na pangako ni Lord, imposible. I will command ravens to feed you there. But to make the length of the story short, ang sabi ho ng scripture, ay, sala ko raven. <laughs> ang sabi ho ng scripture, the ravens were bringing food in the morning and in the afternoon, twice a day nagdadala ng meat. So yung imposible naging possible. Bilisan natin. Pangalawa, hindi lang imposible. The second aspect of the provision of God here is inappropriate. Parang hindi tama. Hello? Kaya sa mga pastor na nakikilig, sa mga manggagawa na nakikilig ngayon dito sa church at maging sa online, I want you to remember these words. Minsan sa tingin mo, pag-provide si Lord, tinigaw mo yung sitwasyon, imposible. 
Raven. Pangalawa, pagkatapos ipid ng Raven si Elijah, yung pangalawang sinasabi ni Lord, medyo inappropriate. Bakit? Because they will be, or he will be paid by a widow. A four widow actually. Hindi lamang widow, paki-paki, ano na dyan, hindi lamang widow, a four widow was about to die. Ang sabi dito sa verse, ang sabi dyan sa verse, let me read it to you, ang sabi sa verse, Arise, go to Saripat, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there, see, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. And that's biblical. We should be the one feeding the widow. We should be the one helping assisting the widow. It should not be the widow doing that to us. It's quite inappropriate. Yung pinaka-leader po ng, uh, ng JPG, Jesus the Gospel, she died July 9, and we quite became a little bit close. Nagkikitaho kami ng mga bishops dyan sa summer sa hotel sa, sa Alabang, sa Acacia. And Medyo may kaya kasi siya sa Bishop Metuzila Ramos. Then whenever we go there, sabi niya, may nai-stress kasi siya, hindi ko na ikikwento kung bakit. Then, ako magbabayad, basta magkita lang tayo, mga lima kami, anim. Alam niyo, minsan, kahit ang laman na lang ng wallet ko, tatayim siguro mga nasa 8,000 na lang, ang bill namin nasa 7, 8, something, that's Acacia. Ayaw talaga ng heart ko pumayag. Ewan ko kayo, ewan ko kayo kung i-review niyo yun. Pero ayaw talaga ng heart ko pumayag na pagbayarin yung widow. Kahit mayaman. Kahit may kaya. So ang ginagawa ko, kinakausap, pinukonchaba ko na talaga yung waiter. Sabi ko, basta mamaya, pinapahawa ko na minsan yung ATM ko, whatever. Then kung magkano yung bill, ganito. Then pagpupunta siya ron, sasabihin ng waiter sa kanya ng cashier, Bayad na. Tatanong siya din, nagbayad. Ay, yung ayun, ituturo ako. Then she would come to me and said, Paul, anak, ano ka ba? Ako nagyaya dito. But I don't know. It's just my heart. No way. No, that should not happen. We should take care of the widows, right? Alam niyo bang biblical na alagaan natin yung mga balok? And there is a blessing in that. Alam niyo, kakaiba. Ang sabi ni Lord kay Elijah, kapakainin ka, doon ng isang widow. Tumatindi. Simulan natin yung kwento. Sa so verse 10. Ang sabi niya sa verse 10, o verse 9, tama 10, sabi niya. Verse 10, verse 10. So he arose and went to Sarephat. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. Kung ito kay Elijah, would you really allow yourself to be fed by, by this widow who was simply gathering sticks? Namumulot ng kahoy, sticks. Why? And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. Context, tagtuyot. Walang tubig. Kung meron mang tubig, tinatago nila yan. 
Hindi nila iniinom. Pag tagtuyot, hindi talaga uso ligo. Hindi katulad dito sa Pilipinas, kahit maraming tubig, di uso. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Lalo na bumagyo kahapon. Sino aamin di na ligo? <laughs> Hello? Problema ko nga kaninang umaga, wala kaming tubig dito eh. Wala kaming tubig dito. Tapos pagtingin ko sa labas, nag-provide si Lord, may nakita akong mineral water isa. Huh, tignan mo naman yung skin ko. Mineral water yan. Let's bring me a little water in the cup that I may drink. That's very inappropriate. Bring something for the widow. If you ask the widow to bring you a water that would be inappropriate. Bigyan na kayo ng context. The widow actually here is a picture of the church in the New Testament. A woman. And the widow here it wasn't a Jew. Hindi ho siya Israelite. She was a Gentile. That's the picture of the church. A woman Gentile. Naghihirap. Walang makain. Then sumagot yung widow sa verse 11. Kayo nalang mag control against the verse 11. Sabi sa verse 11, And she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Abusado to si Elijah. Itong propeta. Itong pastor na to. Humingi na nga ng tubig, tagtuyot, tapos yung kukunin na yung tubig, hindi na nga nag-question yung widow. Humirit pa. Samahan mo na rin ang tinapay. Then verse 12. Hindi na nakatingis yung widow. Sabi sa verse 12, let me read verse 12, verse 12. Ang sabi dyan, So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Yung iniingi mo sa akin, wala ako eh. I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bean. Harina, konti, handful. Ang sabi doon, And a little oil in a jar. In other words, medyo may konting question yung widow. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat. And after that, we don't have anything anymore and die. Hindi pa naman siguro tayo dumating sa ganyang aspeto ng buhay, na alam mo yun na lang yung pagkain, tapos pagkatapos nun, wala na. And ready ka na mamatay. Because it was a drought, famine. And after they would make that flour to become bread, they would eat it, and they had nothing left. Walang livestock, walang gulay, walang prutas. So we eat it then afterwards. Die. Tapos dumating ka pa. Sino sa inyo yung susundan pa ng ganun yung sinasabi? Tapos dumating ka pa. Nangihingi ka pa ng tubig tsaka ng tinapay. Woo! Tuloy natin yung kwento. Sabi sa verse 13, verse 13, ang sabi dyan, And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Do not fear. 
Kaya wag ho kayong makikinig sa mga pastor na lagi kayong tinatakot. Oo nga, wala ka nang trabaho. Oo nga, wala ka nang pag... Oo nga, broken hearted ka. Oo nga, oo nga. Yung imbes na ma-encourage ka, lalo ka nalulugmok. Ang sabi ni Elijah, do not fear. And here, he started to share the word. Yung word ni Lord sa kanya. Mga pastor, we are not just teachers. We are not just counselors. We are not just contributors. Always remember, we have the word. Kaya pag ikaw manggagawa sa mga nakikinig online, sa mga nandito manggagawa, this is your life. Not books. You can re- I read a lot of books, but this is our life. We bring the word. May salita ng Diyos kay Elijah para sa widow na ito. Ang sabi ni Elijah, do not fear. Go and do as you have said. Huwag ka nang magtanong, sabi ni Elijah. Basta gawin mo lang yung sinasabi ko sa'yo, kuha mo ko ng tubig, tsaka kuha ka ng tinapay. But make me a small cake from it first. Ito matindi eh. Sabi ni Elijah, gumawa ka mismo ng, ng tinapay. Tapos ako muna, pakainin mo ah. Ako muna. Sino nakakarali? Yung gusto niya sa lagi na uuna. Hello? Then, 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 make me a small cake from it first. And bring it to me. Ako muna, sabi ni Elijah. And afterwards, pagkatapos ko kumain, buti ko sabay eh. Pagkatapos ko, gawa mo na yung para sa sarili mo at sa anak mo. That's very inappropriate. You, you should not be doing that. If I were in the shoes of Elijah, mahihiya ako. If I were in the shoes of Elijah, I would even, I would rather die. Sa personality kong to, kaysa sabihin kay Grace, kay Shelly, kay Pastor Aglo, kay Ate Dada, nagugutom ako. I would rather die knowing my personality. Hello? But I want you to understand. Elijah, hindi makapal lang mukha niya. Hindi siya selfish. Merong salita ng Diyos na binigay sa kanya na sabihin niya. So we do. I want you to the woman, verse 14. We will see that. Sabi sa verse 14. For thus says the Lord, ito na. Ito na. So yung Elijah na to, itong propetang to, itong manggagawang to, hindi selfish. He wasn't saying that for the sake of being hungry for them to be fed by the widow. He was saying this and doing this. Why? Because there was a word from God. Ang sabi dito, For that says the Lord, the God of Israel, the being of Lord shall not be used up. Pag ginamit mo yung plar na yan, at ginawa mong tinapay, at yung tubig na yan, yung oil na yan, then the plar will not be used up. In other words, hindi na yan maubos nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Three and a half years, yung naging drought dito. 
Ano ang sinasabi ni Lord? In the midst of drought, hindi mauubos ang flour mo. In the midst of drought, hindi mauubos yung oil mo. In the midst of drought, you will have bread for yourself and for your son. But first, prioritize the man of God. Hello. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, unahin ang lingkod ng Diyos. Let me read. Continue on verses 15 and the following verses. Sabi sa verse 15, So she went away and did according to the word, not just according to, to the needs. Ay, nagugutom si Elijah. Gagawa pakakainin ko. No, no, no. He or she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Sabi natin lahat, many days. There's something supernatural whenever you honor the man of God. Amen. Nagbabasa pa lang ako, anim na puntos pa naman, tumukong magkakatotoo yung 59 minutes. This is verse 16. Tapos ng tawa ni Sarah. <laughs> Parang yung tawa ni Sarah, wag naman, wag naman. <laughs> Parang ayun yung meaning. <laughs> then sabi dyan, the bean of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord. Sabi natin lahat, according to the word of the Lord. Can we shout it out loud, according to the word of the Lord? which is spoke by Elijah. Then, nagkaroon na ng ilang linggo, ilang buwan, nagap, according to the scholars. This is around two to three months. Ang ginawa ng widow, hindi niya pinaalis si Elijah. Pinatira niya doon sa kwarto na available sa bahay nila. Then, nagsimula na yung verses 17 hanggang 24. Basahin natin yung verses 17 hanggang 24. Ang sabi dyan, Now, it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. Namatay yung mister niya, then yung anak naman niya ngayon, na lalaki, nagkasakit. Sabi nito, and his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him, meaning patay na. Speaking of patay, nakakalungkot. Some of my closest friends, si Pastor Nestor, pioneer natin. Si Pastor Efren Beray, tatay-tatayan ko, hindi ko alam kung narinig yun na, nilibig na kahapon si Bishop Ding, si Pastor Ding, ng Wisdom of Life o Maranata. Few days ago, nagkaroon ng aksidente sa Atimonan Rizal, I know those pastors. Sila Hener. Three, sakon, wag naman ako maiyak. Three pastors. Nawalan ng preno yung bus. Nasa SUV sila. Ang ayos ng takbo ng SUV. Tinamaan. Tatlo patay mag-asawa at isang pastor. And I know those pastors. Yung nabalita ho. Ay nako. Hinga-hinga muna ng konti. 
Sabi dyan, Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owed the house became sick. And his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. Sabi sa verse 18, So she said to Elijah, What have I do with you, a man of God? Isa inyo pag nagkakaproblema minsan, parang kasalanan lagi ng pastor. Hello? Nararanasan ko, may mga time na sisisi ako eh, nang hindi ko alam kung bakit. Hello? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, hindi ka naman siguro guilty. No? Sabi, have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? Namatay yung anak niya, ang naisip niya agad, parang kasalanan tali ni Elijah. Of course, it was just an emotion. The widow actually was full of faith. Of course, pag nawalan ka ng anak, imposible namang hindi ka malungkot. Napaka-imposible nun. Sabi sa verse 19, sabi sa verse 19, And he said to her, Give me your son. Ito, papakita ko sa inyo kung ano talaga buhay ng pastor. Minsan ko lang ginagawa to, but this is how pastors live their lives. Sabi dito, and he said to her, give me your son. Ang tapang ni Elijah. Namatay ba? Give me your son. So he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his own bed. Tapang, namatay. Akin na. Kunin ko, kinarga niya. Dinala niya doon sa kwarto niya. Grabe. Full of faith. Right? Then sabi sa verse 21, at verse 20, verse 20, then he cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, have you also brought strategy on, widow, on the widow with whom I lodged by killing her son? Alam, ganito ganito itsura ni Elijah. Sa harapan ng widow, polopate ang tapang. Bubuhayin ni Lord yan. Magpuprovide si Lord. Tapos yung dinala niya sa kwarto niya, nag-iiyak na siya kay Lord. Lord, ano ba to? You know, that's pastors. Believe me. Now, when I was growing up, lalo ko yung dad ko, sa Villa Carolina pa, elementary days ko. Malaki kasi yung kwarto niya doon, eh, may sariling restroom sila ni Madero. Kami, iba. Misa doon ako pumapasok sa kwarto niya, doon ako nung nag-ihiga, alam mo naman, bunso, open-open naman yung rooms. Tapos si daddy minsan may mga bisita. Naririnig ko, lakas ng boses ni dad eh. Oh, hindi. Hindi tayo pababayaan ni Lord. Ah, ganyan ba? Oo. Tapos papasok minsan yun sa kwarto. Doon iiyak. Tapos pag umiiyak na siya, pupunta siya sa restroom. Buti na lang may yung master's bedroom. Meron siyang sariling restroom din. Mag-iilamon. Tapos uupo uli. Ilang minuto. Tapos yung hindi na halata lalabas. Tapos lakas na naman ng boses. Ah, si Lord, hindi tayo pababayaan yan. Si Elijah, ganun na ganun eh. Alam niyo, idea ng, oh, ah, wala. Problema lang yan. Si Paul Toth, ganyan tayo eh. Ah, wala, ministry, itay pababayaan ni Lord. Vision, o oh, ganito, etc. Pero pang mag-isa na lang, nakahiga, di makatulog. Mag-iisip. And this actually really expresses 
genuine pastors. Yung talaga may puso sa ministeryo. Hindi nagpapakita ng weakness, hindi nagpapakita ng kahinaan, pero lahat ng kahinaan, lahat ng weakness, lahat ng tanong ng meron siya, hindi sa tao, sa Diyos niya dinadala. Ang sabi dito sa verse 21, sabi sa verse 21, And he stretched himself out on a child three times. I want you to understand, pag binasa mo kasi yan sa verse, parang ang bilis ng three times. Pero sa normal, pag may pinagpe-pray kang may sakit, lalo na yung walang hininga, pag nilayens mo yan, Lord, in the name our Lord Jesus Christ, I command you to get up, get up, then you will pray. Then, wala, wala siya nakikita ng ayari. Then he would, Lord, anong gagawin ko? Nangako ako sa wind ko, mabupuha ito. Then, it will take him another one. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, pabalik ka niya. Lord, I pray for this child. I command you, get up, please, Lord. Then, pagtingin niya, wala pa rin. Twice, he prayed for his for, for this boy. Nothing was happening. And imagine what was happening in the heart of Elijah. He might be doubting. He might be already asking, ilanabas ko na to, sasabihin ko patay na to. Pero sabi niya, hindi. For the last time, for the third time, three is a number of incompleteness in the lesser form. And he said, in the name of Jesus, maybe that's the way he prayed, or maybe another prayer. And this boy was brought back to life. But it was not just the way we read this. He prayed for the boy three times. No, it took him time to see the manifestation of God's miracles. And cried out to the Lord and said, O oh Lord my God, I pray let this child, child's soul come back to him. Amen. Verse 22. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. Ano ho yung pinaka masarap sa ministry sa aming mga pastor? Alam na alam ko na kahit anong mangyari, kahit magduda ako, kahit magtanong ako, alam na alam kong naririnig ni Lord ang iyak ng puso ng mga manggagawa. Amen. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him and he revived. Verse 24. 23. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother and Elijah said, See, yabang yun, nagyabang na naman. Yung una, akin na. Pero pag mag-isa na lang siya, yun sa'yo naranasan niya yan, yung ganyan. Tapos yung nabuhay na uli yung bata, yung binalik niya, hindi niya na kinuwento kung paano siya umiyak. Hindi niya na kinuwento kung paano siya humingi ng awa. Hindi niya na kinuwento kung paano siya lumuhod. Ang sabi ng scripture, he stretched out his hands. Hindi niya na kinuwento kung paano siya nanalangin. Ang sabi niya, see your Sundays. Verse 24. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now by this now I know that you are the man of God, and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is true. <laughs> Hatiin ko na lang ho sa dalawa to. We'll do a series. Parang pang tinapos ko to, aabutin talaga tayo ng alas 12. So we 
Just allow me to at least get three points. Anim kasi to, pastor. P-A-S-T-O-R. So, doon lang muna tayo sa pas. Uso naman ngayon yung pas. So, doon muna tayo sa pas. How do we honor the man of God, number one? Number one. We honor the man of God through pursuing Him. Sabi natin lahat, sabi natin lahat pursuing. Come on, come on, can we say that pursuing? Alam nyo ba kung gaano at kung ano ang tingin nyo sa pastor? Ganun din yung aspect ng bagay na matatanggap nyo na galing sa Panginoon? Ano ibig sabihin? How do you perceive your pastor? How do you perceive me? Do you perceive me as a teacher? Do you perceive me as a counselor? A preacher? Yes, I'm a teacher. Yes, I'm a preacher. Yes. No, no, no. I'm not a counselor. Mali ako ng yes doon. As am I an actor? <laughs> Looks like. But how do you perceive your pastors? Actually, my entire teaching ko dito, perceiving the man of God. Ang sabi dito, dalawang verse, then I will be quoting the book of Mark. Sabi dyan sa verse 15, o 18. So, so she said to Elijah, what have I do with you? Man of God. Sabi natin lahat, man of God. Pangalawa, let me read verse 24. Sabi sa verse 24, then the woman said to Elijah, now by this I know that you are the man of God. Guys, whenever you perceive your pastor, as a man of God, something supernatural happens to your life. You can learn a lot of things from me. And I know that I love to teach. That's one of my good things. Mga pastor ba perfect? No, they're not. May passion, they should. May purpose, they should have. But the way you perceive your pastor would really define the way you receive miracles from the Lord through Him. And Tawag Hujan is perceiving the man of God, the way you look at it, the way you treat Him. Sabi ko mga pastor, we teach ourselves, Wag mong ilayo yung congregation, o sarili mo sa congregation. Do not be detached. Iba kasi parang boss eh. Parang manager. Biling nila pag pastor na sila, may authority na. Pag-timpla mo ako ng kape, hatiran uh, mo ako ng ganito, ganyan. You know, I, I don't, I hate doing that. But I love being other people to do that to me. But it should not be something that you force people to do. Perceiving the man of God is so important. I don't want you to see me as a teacher. I don't want you to see me just a preacher. Yung iba, tuwan-tuwa sila pag sinasabi, ang galing mag-preach yan, ang galing sa exposition, ang galing sa hermeneutics, ang galing sa homiletics. I follow those rules. I know hermeneutics, I know homiletics, I know such thing, church history, and such thing. Alam mo yung topical, yung thematic, expository, narrative, type of preaching. Well, I know those things. But I don't want to be called a great preacher. 
I want my congregation, I want EFC to perceive me as the man of God for this church. Hello? And how you perceive your pastor matters. It does matters. Kaya pag over-familiar, alam niyo sa lahat naman ng over-familiarity, hindi, mag- hindi maganda nagiging resulta. Parang sa trabaho lang yan, yung unang pasok, di ba? Gumigising ka one and a half hours before. Pero habang napapamilyar ka na, nagiging one hour and fifteen, nagiging one hour, nagiging forty-five minutes before. The more you become over-familiar, the more you treat someone or something lesser of value. Hello. Iba ko kasi ang turo sa kongregasyon, iba ang turo sa mga pastor. When I teach this to the pastors, I always teach them, never be detached from your pastors, from your congregation. But congregation should understand, never be over-familiar with the way you treat the man of God. Do you see weaknesses? Of course. Do you see shortcomings? Of course. Are God using them to teach you with knowledge and understanding to feed you? Of course. Well, how do you perceive your pastors? I have few pastors that I really consider to be my father. And I perceive them as men of God. Yung isang kamamatay lang, si Pastor Efren Biray. Do you know why I call Pastor Efren most of the time? Tay! Ganito yung sitwasyon eh. Actually, he is one of the pastors I called kung tatanggapin ko yung Congress before o hindi. Sa kanya ako nagtatanong kay Pastor Glenn. Si Oriel actually, he's not, he's not more of, of a fatherly type. Eh. Oriel is more of a potential type of a mentor. Yung pag nakausap mo si Oriel, kahit limandaan miyembro mo, pag naghiwalay kayo, ang liit ng church mo. Ganon. Ganon siya kausap eh. But how do you perceive your pastors. And I will give you an example sa Mark chapter 6. Naalala niyo yung sinabi dito ni Jesus Christ. A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown, among his own relatives, and in his own household. Kaya ang nangyari sa verse 5, how he could do no mighty work there except that he is Lay hands on few sick people and heal them. Na ibang lugar, si Jesus na mismo ito ha. Sabi natin lahat si Jesus na yan. Si Jesus na ito ha. Kasi sa, sa hometown niya, nakita siya, uy, karpen, anak ng karpentero, nakita siyang nakalampin. Parang dito sa church na, sino dito nakakita na nakalampin ako? Di pa uso daya, pero numami na kayo. Buti na lang, wala. Wala na ba na kay Lord na o nasa ibang lugar? <laughs> Dalawang Elyon, Lord, tsaka lugar. <laughs> Nakita nila kung paano lumaki, kung paano maglaro, paano makipag-agawan ng candy si Jesus Christ sa mga kasing edad niya. Then nakita nila. So, over-familiar sila. So, si Jesus, pag pumunta ng Galilee, nagpalayas ang demonyo, alis. Masakit, alis. Nag-preach lahat pa. Ang daming mga mirakulo nangyayari. Pagdating niya sa hometown niya, kasi ang tingin sa kanya, normal lang. Tropa natin yan. Wala naman masama dun. Tropa naman talaga eh. Kaya lang ang tingin niya, ganito, ganyan. Then, he could not perform miracles. Why? Because 
They did not perceive him as the son of God. They did not perceive him as the man of God. He's a friend. He's a teacher. He's a rabbi. He's good. He's smart. Pero man of God, no tropa yan. So he could not perform much miracles. Because of the over-familiarity. I, I, I don't go for employee-employer relationships at church. Hindi tama yun. I don't cover that. I love relationship. Talo na yung mga lagi mong kasama, kahibigan mo, magbiruan. There's, ganun dapat. Pero if you are asking God for something, believing God for something, for miracles, for provision, I want you to understand, napakahalaga how you perceive the man of God. Hello. Buhay pa ba tayo? Nakikinig ba tayo? Let's move on. Let's move on. Sabi naman mga black American. Second, we honor the man of God through acknowledging his words. Una, ikaw, ididil mo. Ano ba ang tingin ko kay Pastor Paul? A teacher? A mentor, a disciple. Ang ganda ng mga kulim. Ngayon kasi uso yan eh. Pag pinaka, he is a disciple. He is a wonderful mentor. He is a wonderful counselor. Those things are necessary. They are necessary. I believe pastors, as much as possible, should be smart. Should, should, should be hardworking. Lahat yun. Tapat ganun. Pero kulang yun. The congregation needs to perceive their pastor as a gift of God in their lives. As a man with the message. As a man of God. Sa kanilang church. Amen. Sabi nga natin lahat, my pastor, parang ayaw niyo, parang ayaw. Hindi ako, bahala kayo, kayo din. <laughs> Sabi natin lahat, my pastor, is a man of God. He is a man of God. He is a, he has a message. He is anointed. He nurtures. That's the man of God. I mean, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. Nalulungkot ako. Fair naman tayo dito lagi sa EFC eh. Nalulungkot ako sa mga pastor na wala nang ginawa kundi mag-utos. Wala nang ginawa. Ginagamit yung authority nila to exploit. May mga ganyang pastor. Ginag- Oy, ako pastor dito, ha? gawin mo to. Kahit hindi na tama eh. Umabsan ka sa trabaho mo, mali eh. The point is this. You acknowledge the man of God. Acknowledge his calling. Acknowledge his commitment. If I may add, including his credibility. Amen. Sabi dito, the woman, mamamatayin eh. Widow. Hindi dapat, hindi dapat siya magpakain. Hindi dapat siya kubuhan ng tubig. 
Dapat ako nga nagbibigay kay Yuri ng alubere. Kasi paubos na rin naman yun eh. Hindi lang naman to eh. <laughs> Di ba pre? <laughs> But the point is this. Acknowledge this word. Pastors, we are not bosses. Hindi tayo mga boss. Man of God means you are the representative of God's message to the people. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she and he and her household ate for many days. When you listen to the word God has given to the man of God, ulitin ko ah, congregation sa inyo to, ang trabaho namin, magkaroon ng integrity, credibility, makinig sa Panginoon, given, ginagawa namin yan, congregation, listen to the word that your pastor is telling you and I want you to understand, something supernatural would happen to your life. Amen? Believe me, mas gusto ko yung supernatural kaysa sa normal, kaysa sa natural. Number three, and I will end here. So, pass muna tayo. Sabi natin lahat, pass. So, next week na yung tour. Okay? <laughs> Number three, we honor the man of God through staying. Okay na yan, okay na yan. Yan muna, through staying. Sabi natin lahat, nabasa naman, ayan, okay na, through staying. Sabi natin lahat, staying. Dito, maraming nasasaktan pag nagko-conference ako. Kasi maraming mga leaders at members, konting problema lang, alis. Sabi natin lahat, marami kasi evangelist, alis ng alis. Hello? Ulitin ko, is the pastor perfect? Is not. As long as your pastor has the passion, and has a purpose. Hindi lahat ng ginagawa ng pastor mo, kung paano siya magsalita, kung paano siya mag-lead, ay gusto mo, in other words. Pero ang mahalaga, stay with Him. Amen? Amen? Ang sabi nga ng iba, pag maganda ang buhay, maraming kaibigan, pag mahirap ang buhay, maaring Maaring na, hindi na marami. Maaring kaibigan. Right? I want you to understand this. Sabi niya sa verse, sabi sa verse, and after this day, actually pag pinasa mo ba yung verse 16, and they were fed for many days. Meaning, yung widow, yung naka-experience na siya ng miracle, hindi niya kinalibutan yung pastor niya. Pinatira niya. Sabihin mo natin lahat, pinatira niya sa bahay niya, actually eh. Pinatira sa bahay niya, siya yung nagpapakain sa propeta kay Elijah. Parang gusto ko lang tapusin ngayon to. Parang bitin eh. Hello? Yung oka sa yung obey, tapos yung, yung, yung timuna, thank your pastor, 
o obey your pastors, ay eh, yung letter R, recompense your pastor. Swelduhan nyo. Hindi hihingin ng pastor yan. Mamatay na ako, hindi ko hihingin yan. Hello. And I want you to understand, do not recompense your pastors out of need. Pag may pera, okay. Pag wala, pasensya. No, out of the principle. Because whenever the principles is followed, the blessings overflows. Amen. Binibiro ko nga minsan ng finance eh. Sabi sa akin ng finance, Pastor, mag-preach pa kayo ng 